Let's check in on Italian fascism, shall we? Because this is what we were sold. It turns out that Italian fascism <laughs> is uh, surprisingly progressive and globalist and liberal these days. Who'd have thought? Don't look at me like that. There's the thumbnail for this bit. Even the fascists have gone woke. <laughs> <laughs> Let's check in on woke fascism. <laughs> so we That's were... a real ideology. I don't want to go into now. <laughs> I've already covered this a bit before, but I thought it'd be good for a checkup. You know, let's take Italy's temperature, see how she's doing, because Maloney was sold to us all as the based, yeah, yeah based woman, no such thing, based woman <laughs> with the, the she, she really put the melon in Maloney. That's kind of how she was sold to us. And uh, no, she's just a, another frightful disappointment. If you are on the European right, chances are you are probably just going to be even more leftist than all of the leftists were, mainly on immigration. So I've, I've been away. I don't yeah. know what the hell's been happening, but... We found Callum on the street corner this morning. I was... He was shaking a little can asking for money and hey. we were saying, yeah, come back in. That was prostitution, so... Uh, the, or both. That's true. But the, the thing I don't... I'm not so sure about, that Italy's kind of weak, so I'm wondering whether or not they got to her, because I remember before I left, she had some conversation with business tycoons, and all of a sudden she was pro-mass migration. Oh, well, there we meeting. go. Well, it was we'll, like, we'll oh, that's that weird. In an article that came out just the other day, okay. talking about such a thing, which really does feel like some dystopian how I learned to love the boot kind of article on here. Before I get into that, though, we've got ever so many excellent videos on the website. Please, could you spare just a little bit of change so that you can watch these excellent videos? Like the new comics corner from me and Connor, where we're talking about the history of superhero comics. And this is part two of the two-part series. So first one was going into a lot of the stuff going on with the Hayes Code and DC. This one, we got a lot more into Marvel because a lot of people were asking, where's Marvel? Here's Marvel. So please subscribe to the website, five pounds a month and enjoy that. So I saw this yesterday or the other day. I forget exactly which day it was. End Wokeness posting about how a ship with 250 plus military age illegals, I think you're misspelling doctors and nurses there, from Africa just arrived on the shores of Italy and stating that no sane nation would allow this to go on. So we can see that in Italy we have the uh, renter refugee activists out there with all of those refugee welcome. Bienvenue! This is the famous. Uh, famous hospitality of Italy, just to let this gentleman who is clearly suffering, that, that smaller gentleman who is dancing about, clearly not some kind of joyous victory dance. I can't believe these suckers are letting us in. No, that was the dance of someone who's been starving, who's just come from a war-torn military zone. He's just evaded bullets to be able to get onto this boat in the first place. Uh, for people who don't know geography here, I mean, these chaps aren't Libyan. No, but they, they got here probably from Libya, which I means they bit, actually had to enter a war zone to then come to Italy. In fact, they seem a bit like for, uh, further south of North Africa. What do you call it, sub-Saharan? Perhaps. Yes. Uh, I think you're probably right. I think I'm right as well. So God knows what these people are doing here. Presumably, this boat must have had to evade all of the sea mines that Maloney promised that she was going to put across the Mediterranean Sea to stop these people getting here. Oh, wait, no, she didn't. Yet another disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> Yet another day, not a single sea mine lane. I know. My promises broken. <laughs> <laughs> my heart breaks like those promises. And uh, then this article came out because it's always not just 
the illegal migration because the illegal migration seems to be some kind of paper tiger that they always float out in yeah. front of the proles so they can say, look, we're going to go really hard on illegal migration. And then you go, but what about all these visas? This is legal. What happens with the visas? And this Politico article came out, how Italy's far-right leader learned to stop worrying and love migration. That's some real Dr. Strangelove stuff right this there. This is real. This is, this is real, right? Yeah, this is real. This isn't a parody article. This is an actual... Well, I mean, Politico, you could say that they're a parody. You could say most of the mainstream media is a parody these days. But no, this is what's going on. But it gives some good information because it's saying that not only is she getting all of the legal migrants in, she's also getting a sharp spike in regular and irregular arrivals. So the globalist playbook is you present... Sorry, I just hate that wording. It's, it's trying to sleep into our language. We need to stamp it out. Which one? Irregular arrivals by illegal immigrants and legal immigrants. That's, I mean, if you want to go illegal aliens, actually, it's more accurate. Thieves, criminals. Um, and the they ones are from, criminals. The ones from Dover, yeah. Purely through the nature of the actions that they are taking, they are criminals. But well, you can go meet them as well. And what's, what's, them, what's your like economic hobos? Uh, I think you said that before. Economic hobos? Sounds I, like I don't something remember. you'd say. I don't, just anything under the sun. Because I've been and met them. Like, I went to Serbia and met some of them. I was like, well, why are you here? And they were like, money. I was like, well, Simple at least we're Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they literally just want to steal from us. More honest than our political leaders. Yeah. Well, I got into some trouble the other day on, on Twitter talking about this sort of thing, saying like maybe, maybe a lot of these people should go home. And a load of them did just show up. They, and you had all of the you know, white Londoners, the leftists going like, no, no, see, they've got a passport. It's fine. It's fine. And then you get all of the foreigners going, yep, we hate you for empire. We're here to colonize you. Fantastic. I mean, thanks for saying it out loud, I suppose. That's what they're here for. And Maloney came in saying, see, they're just, they're just here to steal from us. They just want our money. They're trying to replace us. Come on in, boys. Thank so why, you. Why has she done that? Uh, well, we'll find out. So it points out her track record in the past, saying before becoming Italian prime minister, Maloney is one of the most strident voices on migration in the European Union. As an op opposition politician, she warned darkly of efforts to substitute native Italians with ethnic minorities and promised to put in place a naval blockade to stop migrants crossing the Mediterranean. That didn't work out, did it? No. no. No, it certainly didn't. Maybe that was the naval blockade, and they just felt bad. To be fair, the Italians have never been good at naval stuff. So, mm. During her time in office, perhaps this, is the <laughs> perhaps this is the result of another failed war with Ethiopia. <laughs> perhaps that's what we're seeing here. <sighs> but, just uh, more Italian incompetence. Yeah. During her time in office, she has taken a markedly different track presiding over a sharp spike in irregular arrivals, economic hobos Legal arriving. Aliens, yeah. Yep. And introducing legislation that could see as many as 1.5 million new migrants arrive through legal channels. So as long as it's safe and legal, I, you know, we don't want our population replaced on safe and legal. Yeah, well, maybe. Why not four? Five? Why not the entire population of the continent? I mean, frankly, there is just such a low amount of unemployment in Italy. Uh, they need more. They, they could really do with like 60% unemployment. I think that would probably be better. Well, the funny the thing youth. is, like in England, they constantly use, oh, we've got record low unemployment rates, and yet we've still got a, de uh, a defaulting economy. We've got um, so many vacancies we need to fill up. But then you look into it. They've got a 30% youth unemployment rate, which is 16 to 24-year-olds. Why not make it 60? Yeah. Well, I mean, and ironically, this is the argument at this point. It's, it's not even engaging in the slightest. It's just, as you point out, the migrant argument, which when you go and ask them, well, we're thankful to be colonizing you. Yep. And then when you speak to the leaders, they say, 
Well, it would only it would be immoral of us not to let them colonize us. Congratulations. So we're surrounded on all fronts by people who despise us, our political leaders and the people that they're letting in. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Thank you, Tony Blair, because I know you're behind this somehow. Well, to be fair, she, she did literally say... I mean, you're not wrong, but at the same time, it's just like, ah, my toe, Tony Blair again. Yep. <laughs> Every time when I walk into a building with low ceilings and low door frames, I hit my head. Ah, Blair, you're here somewhere, aren't you? <laughs> I think she probably has spoken to Blair, and I think she'd said in the past that she was going to be Italy's Tony Blair. So oh, no. I suppose that's one promise that she's, you know, she's kept that one. Coming at a time when the right and far right are in ascendance ahead of the European Parliament election next spring. Well, if this is the far right, if this is the neo-fascists that we're getting, <laughs> the neo-fascists say refugees welcome. Yeah, there you go. Then there's no. Then those distinctions and labels are completely meaningless. Maloney's policies represent an important course correction because it's Politico. They've got to make sure that they want you to know that this is a very good thing. That this is a correct. Yeah, this is a course correction. For the continent's conservative bloc, I, I see this all the time in the UK as well. The conservatives come in, they say, we're going to get down migration, we're going to stop illegal migration, and then they turn around a month later and go, oh no, actually, we do need migration, and oh no, there's nothing that we can do about the channel boats, oh no, and then it just gives the excuse for all of the leftists to go, ha, you see, conservative and right-wing politics are just pipe dreams. Except in Hungary, for some reason. Except in Hungary. For some reason. <laughs> yes, something happened in Hungary. <laughs> but, you know, uh, as fiery rhetoric yields the cold practicalities of governing. It's just the cold practicality that you need to import the entirety of sub-Saharan Africa to be able to do menial jobs. Only you. On, uh, only, only you European nations. That's, that, that's no right. one in Asia. But don't worry. <laughs> England will set up a trade deal, a, a labor trade deal with India soon, under Rishi Sunak, which will promote both ways migration. So we'll have young, enterprising Englishmen going over to open up corner shops in, um, in, in India, I assume. Boy, I love working for $5 a day. Yep. I'm leaving. <laughs> yep, there you go. Got all the places as well. I mean, you get a tan. You will get a tan. You will get a tan. You'll also get the uh, you'll get diarrhea. The, but... yeah. <laughs> you might die of consumption, but you'll die with a nice tan. Once in government... <laughs> Was that the tourist board speaking that? <laughs> yeah, they were piping it into okay. my earpiece. Once in government, you need to find solutions. Instead of scapegoats, said Claudio Caressa, editor of the Italian centrist daily, for centrist daily, read massive leftists. Il Foglio. <laughs> That's right, I'm a centrist. I'm for mass immigration yep. of millions of people. Every time. Maloney's presiding over a country that's economically stagnant in a, de uh, stagnant in a, in a demographic decline. Over the last decade, Italy... I can't speak all of a sudden. Italy. Italy <laughs> has shrunk by 1.5 million people. So they're literally just saying, oh, we've lost 1.5 million people? Do you know what's a perfect replacement? Do you know what one-to-one -one people are the exact same? Italians and Syrians. Except These people are completely interchangeable. As we all know, there's no such thing as differences between people. You can just import one mm -hmm. from one place and put them in another. And like numbers on a spreadsheet, they fulfill the same role. You are just an automaton. You are a number on a spreadsheet. You have no soul. You have no background. You have no heritage. You are something for globalists to move about. That is all you are. You are an economic calculation. To be fair, this is true if you're a multimillionaire. 
because you never have to interact with the rest of society. You only have to interact with mm. your other millionaire friends. Yeah, well, this but is if you're true. not a multi-millionaire, it's pretty bad, actually. If you're one of the other billions of people <laughs> who isn't a multi-millionaire, yeah. if you're not one of the uh, several hundred of the people who are benefiting, then um, sucks to be us. Yeah. I mean, after all, in 39 of its 107 provinces, there are more retirees than workers. Nothing could be done to solve this. Nothing could be done like policies to encourage people to have children, yep. economic change, economic policies. No, just infinity. Well, the pension system. Ugh. What infinity about if I just Africans. destroy the whole demographics of the country? Yeah, there, there we go. What if we just replace you instead? It's numbers like this that prompted Italy's economic minister, Giancarlo Giochetti, to warn earlier this month that no reform <laughs> of the pension system. There we go. Why don't you reform the pension system? No. No, it won't hold up. We've run the numbers on a spreadsheet. We've put in. Turns out, kill the poor wouldn't work. <laughs> well, it's the opposite. It's just like, could we reform the AT? No, we just have to kill the poor. Yeah, there, <laughs> yeah, there you go. It turns out, computer says, replace them. So, yeah, there, there you are. Not my fault. Maloney's legal. Sp- spaghetti Ferrari, I don't know. So here, here's, here's the, some interesting figures here. They, the legal migration decree estimates Italy needs 833,000 new migrants over the next three years to fill the gap in its labor force. Opens the door to 452,000 workers over the same period to fill seasonal jobs in sectors like agriculture and tourism, as well as long-term positions like plumbers, electricians, care workers, and mechanics. Because we all know that importing foreign, non-European populations to deal with things like electrics and plumbing always works out brilliantly. And other than that, it's just a classic argument of, well, we can't have our own people picking cherries, can we? You know what's kind of cool? Uh, it turns out there are like these, uh, I mean, they're like ha- harvesters. Some of them are called combine harvesters. And, and they'll pick the crops for you. Oh, yeah. They're I've like, heard of these. They're like, they, they row and they, they get the wheat. Anyway, it turns out some other guys were like, hey, what if we did this for the other things? So, for example... Uh, so you don't need a constantly growing population to be able to yeah. maintain your infrastructure or economy. Turns out you don't need a load of kids to pick your tomatoes. You can just buy this, uh, this machine that, that takes the tomato plant and then gets the tomatoes off. So it's a lot, it's a lot cheaper as well. Than that, sounds, that sounds kind of racist. I think it's progress. It sounds racist. Making the world better, but never mind. Uh, you, I think you're just racist. Okay. <laughs> uh, given it's, Thanks, Maloney. Yeah. And here, <laughs> and here we go. Given Italy's rules on family reunifica- uh, reunification, it allows residents to bring in relatives, which is why those 452,000 people are likely to turn into 1.5 million people because you just let all of these people in and then they go, great, I'm Italian now. I eat the pizza and the pasta. And their family members come over and they immediately turn into Sicilians and they go, Hey, are we a join of the mafia now? Hey. And that's how it works. You cross the border, you get onto the magic soil, the magic dirt, which immediately makes you just as Italian as anyone else. I mean, have you ever been on holiday viewer? You instantly knew the foreign language, didn't you? Yes. I'm going to Spain soon. I mean, I know I, know I will we are. become Spanish. <laughs> I, I know we're taking the piss, but I am really bored of that yeah. worldview. Like it is just insufferable to think that you can just replace people and, and nothing will happen. There's no intrinsic characteristics of a particular people who have been in that area, in that geographic location, interbreeding with one another for thousands of years. Like uh, if, we, if it was impossible to tell the difference, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference? Like we wouldn't know what a different ethnic group was. Sorry. No, no, I, I know. 
So it goes into some of the details here on why this is happening outside of just, oh no, the economic sector, oh no, the line might go down, we need to import them all in. While Maloney has continued to take a hard line on irregular arrivals, blah, 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 there's a little sign it's being effective. No, that's just because of the fact there is no will. There is no will to do so. It, as you mentioned, Hungary seems to be able to do it just fine. And all that's happened is you have a wall. If people get over the wall, you have men on the other side of the wall who say, stop right there, Come sir. with us, sunshine. Yep. You go to the gate that you built on the wall and you push him back to Serbia. And it works. Yep. It works pretty damn well. The number of people arriving by boat after crossing the Mediterranean has more than doubled this year. 106,000 so far this year compared to 53,000 over the same period last year, according to government data. So you got in the evil, far-right neo-fascist, and she does a worse job than the leftists. She invites more migrants in than the leftists. I am very sympathetic to those, like in a moment, if I, before I carry on, I'll just point out this is the other link that I've got here. Raw egg nationalist basically suggests maybe she was a plant. Maybe. Maybe she was. I can't say for certain, but there is something strange about all of these ooh, evil far-right boogeymen who are obviously appealing to the populist instincts of the nations that they're going to be ruling get voted in. They say, I'm going to be really hardline on all of these things. And then they turn around and say, actually, I'm worse than the leftists. This is what happened with Boris Johnson. This is what's happened with Maloney. I've seen other people in places like Poland and other countries talking about the same switcheroo happening every single time. But to be fair, I mean, like Eastern Europe seems to do it successfully. Like the Hungarians, the Poles, they actually do have strong borders. I mean, Dominic Tojinski is right. Zero. I've looked into the Polish situation, and while there is some good stuff going on there, I have also seen a lot of people complaining that, like Maloney, they're going to start to offer loads of visas to foreign nationals all of a sudden. Well, if they, if they do it to non-Ukrainians, then yeah, they're, they're going to go down the same route we have, which yeah, not a model. These, these, these politicians, they get drunk on the idea of non-EU migration for some reason. I don't know why. I don't know why. So Maloney's policy came under fire in February when about 100 migrants drowned after the Coast Guard failed to deploy to assist a boat that capsized off the Calabri- uh, Calabrian coast near the town of Kutru. Sorry, that's not her responsibility. That's not Italy's responsibility. There's no. There's no that's the responsibility of the people who are on the boat, people manning the boat. 1,000 local idiots went on a risky craft into the sea and drowned. Okay. Like, if you or I do that tomorrow... Why is that Europe's fault? Yeah, like no one would shed a tear. They would say we're retarded. I decided to sail out into the middle of a deep lake on a dinghy with a puncture in it. I drowned. Oh, no. Why did England do this to me? How could this happen to me? (laughs) (laughs) Since then, her government has turned its attention to rescue boats run by NGOs, the eternal blight of European politics, accusing them of incentivizing migrants to risk the crossing because they absolutely do. That's what these NGOs do. Every single one of them is a cancer on society. Earlier this month, Italy temporarily seized three ships that had brought in migrants saved at sea. And yet this is still happening. Maloney's about turn hasn't gone unnoticed by her allies on the right, especially in the far-right league party that's part of her coalition government. Where did the Prime Minister Maloney, uh, who was saying naval blockade go, asked Attilio Lucia, a member of the League and the deputy member of Lampedusa, the tiny island where most of the migrants arrive. Probably understandable why he'd be particularly annoyed about this. I hoped now that we'd finally have a right-wing government and the situation would change. But the right is getting worse than the left. And 
I forgot. I li- I missed out. Here's the part that's interesting. Maloney's government, when they were talking to a professor of sociology and an expert on migration at Milan's university, so bought and paid for leftist, said Maloney's government has been pushed to implement a more realistic policy by the entrepreneurial class that makes up an important part of its support. So bought and paid for because these people want cheap labor. That's literally all it is. All of the economists who draw up all of the graphs, bought and paid for or part of NGOs whose explicit remit is to get more migration into Europe, entrepreneurial class who want there to be more migrants in so that they can have cheap labor constantly, a nice heavy supply of cheap labor that not only is cheap by themselves, but also pushes down the wage rates of those around them. And the political class who have no spine and are more than happy to accept a few backhanders. That's what this is. We are living in a sea of corruption and we are all swimming through the sewage that has been the result of it. So thanks, Maloney. Thanks for watching that segment from the podcast Lotus Eaters. I really hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, consider subscribing to the website for as little as £5 a month to both supporters and get access to all of the wonderful videos and articles we've got on there, including this recent premium video from Connor, where he was doing part two of his series on the evil origins of feminism. If you want to follow Connor and find out what he's doing, you can find him on Twitter and Getter at con underscore Tomlinson. Thank you and goodbye. Maloney's migrants. Doot, doot, doot. <laughs> <laughs>